I keep getting put on the spot. Hello and welcome to JudgeCast. This is episode 169. I am Brian Perlman. I am joined, as always, by the esteemed Jess Dunks. Hey, this is Jess. And we have an Excellent episode for you today. We're going to be talking about the mechanics of reviews. Um, and when I talk about that, we're going to be going over the types of reviews that uh, that are common in the judge program, uh, what their purpose is, that kind of thing. We're going to save – when we started drafting this episode, we realized that the feedback portion, of, like the content that goes into the review, gets really, really big and really deserves to be its own episode. So we're going to have that for a later time. Now, to help us out on this particular episode, we have one uh, Miss Brogan King. Hello, Brogan. Hello. Uh, as, as Brian said, I am Brogan King. Uh, ask someone at Starbucks to spell that and they will have a bad time. Uh, but I am a level two judge. I live in Richmond, Virginia. I am currently the... Uh, L1 testing coordinator for the Mid-Atlantic, as well as the Richmond area captain. So when you say you're the testing coordinator for for the Mid-Atlantic, like the whole region, like what do you, what does that, what does that mean? Yeah, the whole region. Uh, Basically, I worked with uh, Mr. Nicholas Saban to establish some best practices for how to, how to test L1s to make sure that they know what's going on. They know about the judge program as a whole. And they also know what their resources are rather than just, I took a test. I can run some tournaments, like know who you can reach out to and just sort of let them know what is available to them instead of just leaving them on an Island. I'm an L1. I can run GPTs now, right? Well, friend, hmm. you can, you can for like another few weeks, right? <laughs> to put that in historical context, if you're listening to this later, they recently announced we're getting rid of Grand Prix Trials as a format, or as a, as a, as a type of event. Right. But that also so, means I'm going to be getting fewer uh, contacts from stores asking me for L1s for GPTs literally that day. So, it works out. Right. It, it used to be, you know, the L1 saying, I can run GPTs now, right? Used to be kind of sad because GPTs were competitive and L1s were certified and trained in, in regular. Uh, then they said, okay, uh, which always caused a problem. And then they said, okay, GPTs are, can be run at regular now or that's kind of their default and it's great. And then six months later, they're like, ah, yeah, we don't need those GPTs. So, uh, you also said that you were an area captain. Yeah. Um, uh, what's, what's that? So I, uh, well, I'm actually interim area captain right now. Uh, ideally, someone will, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily want to have two jobs, but what an area captain means is uh, if there are people from outside of Richmond looking for information about the judge program in Richmond or looking for someone to mentor them in Richmond or anything that's going on relative to judges here, uh, I'm sort of the first line of defense, the first point of contact that people can reach out to to so i can even if i don't have the answer in that moment i can at least send them in the right direction cool so that's a lot a lot of this probably finding judges for pptqs yeah um conveniently uh richmond is is an anomaly in when it comes to pptqs in that all of the stores uh, all the store owners get together and have dinner together and schedule their pptqs so there's no overlap and they also let the judges in the area know so we can be so we can know and not just be blindsided by here is this event on this day. That's really impressive. It's, you, I, it's cause, incredible. Because I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you, uh, that is really uncommon. It's most uh, most TOs and from what I've seen schedule theirs. And if somebody else scheduled theirs, it's like this game of chicken. Mm-hmm. You know, who's going to move theirs first? Everyone's kind of fighting each other to get the, the, the primo weekends. Um, but yeah, well, that is a lot of that had to do with uh, uh, the judges here, especially Mr. Eric Dustin Brown. That was he was a big advocate for the stores here. So he's a he's a good guy. Cool. I've heard of that uh, guy. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I actually haven't heard <laughs> Eric Dustin Brown. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, we're, we're both being sarcastic. Eric Dustin Brown <laughs> is a great judge and an awesome person. Um, it's he goes. I just call him EDB. It's it's. If you ask me what his actual name was, I'd probably have to stop and think. You have to go look at Facebook. Yeah. I would have to go and look at it. I've written. I've actually written EDB fanfic, so I I should know what his name is. But uh, that is a life decision <laughs> that you made. Right. Right. Uh, and and uh, Brogan, you're part of a, a project that I actually don't know a whole lot about, so I'm excited to hear about called the the review review. Right. Yeah. Uh, can you um, can you tell us a little bit but, about that? Certainly. So I uh, a couple a couple years ago now, like a year and a half ago now, went and had this this really awesome weekend of just talking about reviews. It was uh, uh, Ricky Hayashi uh, initiated it. It was myself and three other three other people named Eric. It was very confusing, um, but we came up with this idea because there's this a weird mystery around reviews there's this we can't talk about it there's this sort of shadow over like over top of reviews that people don't want to talk about them so we kind of just wanted to create this approachable easy access safe haven to talk about stuff you don't necessarily want to talk about on your facebook wall about reviews so it's just a little group uh it's a stupid punny name because i came up with that and that's Review, review, like R-E-V-U-E. It's good. Um, but uh, it's just, if somebody says, I don't, I've never written a review, I want to, help me. There's lots of people in this group who have written a lot of reviews. If there's somebody who's written, you know, 50 reviews and feels kind of stuck, they feel like they're not getting any better, they can just throw out ideas. It's literally just a sort of a review support group. It's it, it's it and I think that's important because a lot of people the way they learn to write a review is by looking at the reviews that they received when they advanced to L1 or maybe to L2 which as we'll talk about maybe those aren't necessarily representative of what we think of what what people what judges have been around for a while think of as reviews. Uh so it's it's a good thing to have a, a venue and opportunity to talk about and to flush out and to say like, Hey, is this review helpful and get feedback on, on that. So I think, I think that's really, really a great thing. Yeah. There's doing. Thank you. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, at least initially it, I, I want to just sort of bring this back, but there was a lot of, I'm going to post a review, uh, scrubbed of personal information and just talk about it. What's, what's good about it, what's bad about it, what could be communicated more clearly. And that, I think, was pretty eye-opening for a lot of people to just see a review that is completely detached from them. I, yeah, I think that's really good. I, I, uh, uh, I actually attended a judge conference once where somebody did a review kind of live um, at the conference, and uh, it probably wasn't the best format to do that in, but it was really cool to see uh, how that was done. And... Um, and kind of see another person's perspective on that. Um, so basically what you're saying is that whole episode Brian talked about where we talk about like how to give the feedback itself uh, and not just what a review is, that's like you guys just do that. Like you help people with that and, and it kind of – that's what it sounds like anyway. Yeah, that's I, – I mean ideally the, the it can really be – like, you don't have to know a whole lot about reviews to be part of the group. You can just go and learn. You can go and absorb information, and you can go give your opinion as someone who doesn't necessarily know anything about how reviews are traditionally done, just to give another thought. Hmm. The other the other, the other, other good thing that I think about the review review is that it gives people an opportunity who are very uncertain uh, about what they're doing. Uh, I know that there have been a few projects in the past, like Ricky Hayashi had a project where he called it like my first review. And the whole point of it was to show that even, you know, these, these L3s and judges that you think of as, as really high up there and their first reviews were awful. Mm -hmm. And you just need a, you need to start doing it in order to get, to get better. And so just, just practice, right. Just momentum. Just, 
get it out there. And one thing that we're going to be talking about uh, that was actually the the uh, the inspiration for this episode is a change to uh, Judge Apps. Uh, uh, I know we'll we'll talk about that later, but we have <laughs> some news. We have some news. Uh, Mr. Dunst wants to wants to talk about first. Yeah, I want so, some like some news headline music, please. Yeah, I was gonna tease it. Uh, I uh, I'll I'll think about that. I'll add it in post. And, uh, <laughs> cool. I appreciate your consideration. This is yeah. This is where you act like surprised that, that it just happened just now uh, because we added it in post. See. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, just there. Yeah. That okay. was good. The best part is you're being impressed with silence. Um, so anyway, there's there's Magic Judge news. Uh, we normally save this for the end of the episode, but it's actually very relevant to the t- topic today. First of all, uh, Judge Center, um, where reviews used to be uh, stored, and you could access them and write them. Uh, I say used to be because it has today? as it Judge Center does not uh, exist in that form anymore. Uh, it has been taken down, uh, and it will be brought back up in a new, exciting form that will not include reviews. Uh, reviews, as well as investigations, are moving to the Judge Apps website. Right now, reviews are already there. Uh, investigations will be soon coming. Uh, and reviews are... Uh, are They've already been ported over. Yeah, all of your old reviews are already there. And we'll talk about... It's not like, it's not like your old reviews are suddenly gone. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't mean to scare anybody there. Um, there is one piece of Judge news uh, not related to reviews uh, or the Judge Center uh, that I, uh, I want to touch on briefly. I know a lot of people in the community are really... They have a lot of questions. They have a lot of concerns about uh, Grand Prix for 2018. The Grand Prix events in 2018 are going to be all handled by a company called Channel Fireball Events. That is a combination of ChannelFireball.com uh, and um, uh, Sightlines Events. Um, and I don't want to talk too much about that. I do know some information about that, but I don't want to talk too much about that because we're actually going to have an entire episode dedicated to just that topic, our next episode, and we're going to have um, a voice from kind of inside that uh, change come talk about it. I'm very excited oh, about man. that. So, so we, get, uh, we, got, we got in on the ground floor. We got, <laughs> that, got that insider news. Um, we got a scoop. This uh, sure yes a scoop yeah, we'll say that we're um, hyping it up here no I've I've uh, I've actually I've been talking to I've been talking to uh, Channel Fireball about the fact that there's a lot of concern and they don't um, they want people to be clear on what's going to be happening as much as they can be they haven't necessarily figured everything out they want people to be cl- to understand as much as they can and they they're willing to come on and say yeah this is what's actually happening so. Um, Brian and I are going to be proposing questions. Uh, if you have questions in the meantime, a dear listener, please email us and, and uh, we can hopefully include judgecast.com it. Uh, or judgecast or judgecast. Judgecast, yeah. Judgecast at, at gmail.com. Judgecast at gmail.com. And if you, um, uh, if you send us a question uh, before we record our next episode, uh, we'll try to include it. Um, so if, if you send it to us and it didn't quite make it, there's a chance it happened before, after we recorded um, but, but we are going to be trying to ask a lot of questions that people have been asking online and hopefully get things addressed. Um, so sorry about my little, uh, kind of, uh, no, digression into that is it's, 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 it's serious business, serious business. It is. I mean, it's, it's, it's a thing that pe- a lot of people are thinking about. So yeah, it's true. It's I, good to at least address. I mean, I'm thinking about it. I, I, GPs are a huge part of my judging. They're a huge part of many judges for lack of a better word, careers. And, uh, a lot of serious magic players care about the quality of Grand Prix, and uh, I'm very excited uh, oh, yeah. that we're going to be able to talk about, hey, what are these changes actually going to look like, uh, with somebody who hopefully has those answers. Um, so that'll be good. That'll be good. So, spoilers, next time we're going to be talking about that. Um, so... Any, is there any other news? Oh, yes. So, if you are listening to this episode right after it comes out... Uh, Brian and I are going to be at Grand Prix Orlando this coming oh, yeah. weekend. Uh, what's the date this coming weekend? Uh, the, uh, the 24th of March through the 26th of March uh, 2017. Uh, come out and say hi. 
you know, or hey, or ahoy, or whatever it is you say. Is, <laughs> or ahoy. Is that, is that what people in Florida say? What? Ahoy. No, no, that's... Oh. Uh, some some listeners say ahoy. Uh, you, can, you can say, uh, we specifically, Jess and I, will both be on uh, the sides part of the stage. We will be, so we won't be on the main event, but we will be over uh, over near the uh, side event stage, uh with uh, the ODEs and the Swiss events going on, so definitely come by, say hey to us or your favorite uh, favorite judge. Um, one thing before we get back into reviews, I do want to mention that while that judge center itself is down, uh, what that means is right now, while we said that investigations have moved over or are moving over in the process, um, and there is on the Judge Apps forums uh, in the official announcements, there is a, a link that is to a Google Doc where you can submit. Uh, we don't want to put the URL out there for reasons. Uh, but if you have for if you, reasons, <laughs> for reasons. Uh, however, if you have a Judge Apps account, you can you can access it through the through the forums. Um, also, with Judge Center being down, what that means is until it comes back up, uh, generating tests for uh, L1, L2, um, L3 right now isn't possible. So if you find yourself in a situation where you need to generate a test, please contact your regional coordinator and they have the means to get uh, some tests. In I had... I had an L1 candidate freak out because he was taking a practice test and he came back the next day and it was not an option anymore. So he thought he did something terrible. Did you did you well, tell him right away? Uh, no, did it's you... good. It's, it's good now. I did, I did not slow roll him. I oh, think man, I would have. Awesome I would have said, like, just, what, what did you do? Like, what did you press? Like, <laughs> Judge, <laughs> Center's <laughs> Judge Center's down. What happened? <laughs> What did you do? What did you do? Did you click E? Oh, did no. You, oh, you he, never he, click E. He clicked the infamous E button. Yes. Oh, <laughs> or did you try and print? Oh, there's a bug where if you try and print it, it just trashes the whole server. Oh, no, no, I did. I did not. I did not slow roll him. Um, so you, you may notice here that that's a, that's a bit of Florida mentality coming out with be probably like, oh, yeah. you have to troll him. You have to troll him. Um, oh, anyway, absolutely. so uh, maybe there's some feedback that could be given about that. Uh, in a, perhaps a review of some kind. Uh, <laughs> I, I see. That's that's what we call a callback. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going for segue, but callback works. Uh, Segways are weird. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So so we've 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 talked about review. We've said that we've said the word review several dozen times already this episode. Yeah, so what is so it? So when we talk about a review, what is it? I just asked that. What is it? Oh, yeah. So I beat you to it. Oh, All right. So, so well, okay. So a review is is uh, it's a way that judges can give feedback to each other. Uh, so in a written form, and that written form is important because it means that the judge can go back and reference it as they're trying to improve, uh, and they can see it after they have improved. They can go back and look at and see. These are things that I have improved on, and, and it gives them kind of a, uh, a measuring stick, if you will. It um, sort of tracks your, your judge history. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And uh, judges can give each other reviews. Uh, most of the time, they're giving feedback to a review that they're directly judging. In some cases, you can, you can give reviews to third parties, uh, somebody that you're not necessarily interacting directly with at an event. Um, but the goal of a review is the improvement of the person that you're reviewing and documenting their ability to do uh, their jobs and, and their improvement, uh, both things they have already improved, things they're good at, and things that they need to improve so that they can track that progress. And and like the like they were saying, just having having it written down, saying that you can go back and review it, even even if you don't go back and reread it, just having it written down, there's there's a different weight to things that are written on written down than there is to just spoken. Like you can have a conversation with somebody, and you can ha write that same conversation down, and it just seems like it's more serious. Well, someone uh, someone sat down and took the time to to write that down for you. 
it means like it, it it means that 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 they're you are worth their time and their effort to do that for you. Def- definitely. When you when you sit down and write a review for somebody, it actually is an expression that you really. When we talk about the goal of improvement, you don't sit down and write a review of somebody because you're like, ah, oh, you know, I don't care anything about this person. I, I you you are writing it because you want to see them get better. And you're putting you're putting that time and effort. So any any time you get a review, you should. I don't want to get like overly dramatic and say you should see it as a gift or anything like that, but you should definitely respect the amount of time that that person put into writing that review, and and keep in mind that they didn't they didn't write it uh, out of out of malice or anything like that. Yeah, if a review were written out of malice, that would be well, it would be a useless review, honestly. Uh, right. It's it would, not coming from a place of of improvement. It's coming from a place of daggers. Right. And, and, and that's not that's not that's not what we encourage in judge culture. So if somebody's writing a review, it's most likely uh, it's most likely there to to help you. And, and in order to do that, you have to have you have to have critical feedback. Reviews that are just all good stuff all the time. Uh, that can be okay if you need to encourage somebody, but it doesn't actually help improve their skills. And so we need that critical feedback in reviews, and we need it as judges. Uh, so you shouldn't get upset when you see it, uh, because sometimes people will point out things where you're like, oh, I didn't realize I was bad at that, or or you might feel self-conscious about what they're saying, but they're trying to help. Yeah, it's, it's definitely valid to have this like sort of gut reaction of, oh, no, I did this thing wrong. But if you don't take that and say, okay, and, and sort of frame that in a way of, they are saying this because I need to hear it, not because they want to tell me. If that makes sense. Yeah, they're not trying to hurt you. They're, right. They're they're trying to sh- to to say, hey, here's the thing I observed, um, and I think you can improve. Uh, right. And and the 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 best types of reviews in that particular area not only say, hey, I observed this thing. Um, if you did this, it would be better, and then it gives you the reason why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, those those kind of put like a nice a nice bow on any sort of constructive constructive feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they can also they can also say, like, you did. Hey, you did this thing and you might not realize why that was a good thing. But it's actually a good thing because of this reason, this reason, this reason. Now, we're starting to delve pretty far into what makes a good review, which we'd like to tackle in a yeah. different episode. So um, I, I think we should con- okay. continue on. But uh, one thing I would like to point out is uh, that regional coordinators can see your reviews, um, and that's pretty much it. Uh, I guess the developers for Judge Apps can see your reviews. Yeah, the but, admins. Uh, but uh, that's pretty much it. And regional coordinators, they don't make a game of sitting around and, and looking at everybody's reviews to see what bad thing happened. Um, they, they Reviews are not a thing that you have to worry about uh, some kind of retribution from because somebody wrote you a review that said something bad. One, one review is not going to ruin your career or the, your image. Right. Never. That's not. And even if, if someone does, if someone does write a bad review, uh, you're, you, you see it, uh, your RC might see it. Um, and that's really about it. Yeah. And the, the, uh, you know, the admins are not, are not looking at everybody's reviews. They're, if they happen to see a review, it's because they're trying to fix something. Like reviews are broken, and they're making it work. Yeah, they're they're uh, not going in snooping on everyone's reviews. So, so the point is, they're, it, they're private. It's it's not a hundred percent private, but you you have a reasonable expectation that people aren't going to be sharing any review right. that you receive or give. Right. And uh, in Judge Apps, speaking of the admins, uh, in order to find the reviews right now I, I don't know what they've planned for the user interface so it may change at some point but right now uh, when you log into judge apps there's a menu bar on the left and right above where you enter exemplars or view exemplars there's now a section for reviews um, if you don't see that it's because you're on a mobile device or you have a really tiny screen in which case you should press the little menu button in the top right and you'll get that menu um, and as was already mentioned, I think Broken mentioned it earlier, uh, historical reviews, the reviews you have already received and given, have been ported over and they can be found. Um, and there are some awesome new features in the Judge Apps reviews that didn't exist before. I'm very excited about. It is fantastic. Um, they, they, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy about it. Um, 
So go check it out. If you have, if you are a judge and you haven't checked it out already, please go look at at the new capabilities that you have uh, for for reviews. I do need to uh, have a correction for something that I said earlier uh, with regard to investigations, which is right under projects, uh, where I said the Google form. There's actually a button that takes you to that same uh, uh, that same form inside of Judge Apps right now. So it's uh, you can link to it directly. Uh, from Judge Apps. Cool. As opposed to the Google Doc form that I said earlier. It, you can just get the link within Yeah, Apps. there's a, there's a button that says submit an investigation, and uh, you click it, and it requires some authentication. But To so. prove you are not some sort of rando person who really just wants to talk about investigations? Or issue a, a false investigation against uh, somebody that you just don't like. You know, some, like that. some other rando who you have a problem with, right? Like I'm a player, and uh, I'm a player, and I'm pretty convinced that my opponent cheated me. So I'm just going to enter in a, a thing. He cheated me. I didn't call a judge because <laughs> this is why. Let me validate my reasons. Yes. So, so I I really like and this this new tool with the the new features and stuff like that because the old system that we had in in judge center was well let's let's be frank it was slow and cumbersome and it was not user friendly so with no disrespect to the people that made it it sucks and well, there, it was also made 10 years ago exactly right? that's that's what i was going to follow up with is this was made when when it, websites didn't get a lot of special stuff like you were still using internet explorer because that was your option uh and netscape was the alternative and, Oof. and, uh, <laughs> oh man, why am I not using Netscape for judge apps? Uh, because it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> judge center was optimized for Netscape navigator. Um, 0.96. Anyway. So, uh, the, the, the point is like, it was very outdated and that made it very difficult to navigate, very slow, very cumbersome and absolutely impossible, actually impossible to try and use on mobile. Um, and that was very, that was very frustrating. Uh, and this is superior in many ways. So there, there is an old joke where, where in judge humor with a lot of the, the old fogies, where we'll say something like, "This is a 2010 review," or "This is a 2010 post," or "This is a 2012 uh, review." That's because uh, Judge Center for about three years, uh, you couldn't uh, record the date of the review beyond uh 2010 so for a long time at the, at the end of a review because it would be listed as a 2010 review because that was the, the most recent year you could use you'd be like this is a 2012 review at the bottom in the comments section um so you'll hear judges make that joke uh not infrequently uh who have been around for a while <laughs> would you right. believe i actually did not know the origin of that like i, I legitimately did not that's that's why you'll hear people like when people are talking about writing reviews, they'll make the joke, "Oh, this is a 2017 review." That's where that comes from. Yeah. Awesome. It's 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 it was because you could you could record the date like June 17th, but you couldn't. Uh, you had to specify the year because yeah. Because here's, here's the funny thing though, it still recorded the the year that the review was entered. But when you set the date, like this review was for an event that happened on this day. It had no idea. It had no idea. It, it capped at 2010. But when you saved it, it was like, oh, yeah, in in 2013, on on mm -hmm. January, uh, January 20th, 2013, I made a review for January 3rd, 2010. <laughs> Somebody just spent a really long time mulling over what to include in that review. Yeah. <laughs> Right. It yeah. was just like, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. So what, what yeah. speaking of spending a long time mulling over reviews, uh, something I don't think we plan to talk about, but I'd like to come up. What's a good time frame? What's too long after an event to write a review? I don't recall the exact date of this, but it's something like, I, I forget who I was talking to about this. It was probably Ricky, uh, who loves looking at review statistics, but it's something like if it's greater than two weeks after the event, they just don't get submitted. Like most reviews are submitted within two weeks of the event. There, there's very few reviews. Like there, there's some reviews that ha that happen within like 
a day to a week uh event reviews about two weeks and then there's other there's other reviews that might take you know three to six months uh to get written let's let's talk about that then what are the different types of reviews you you mentioned several different kinds so um the first thing you mentioned was event reviews so let's let's uh what is an event review so these these are typically the type of reviews that you would see in the the review review right brogan for the most part i haven't i haven't seen a lot of discussion of i have a review i want to write of a person of a person as a whole anything like that so it's i went to an event with so and so and they did x y and z thing well they did a b and c thing not so well and just a summary of an event and these these types of reviews for for an event specific a pptq and fnm that kind of thing they can be uh quick uh, a single interaction and that's one of the things that that when you're just starting out writing reviews and you're trying to get your your sea legs you know a quick review is actually fine um they can they can be a single interaction like hey i saw uh you know when you were posting the pairings you were struggling with the tape you know uh if you do this then you might be able to get it it, it done faster you can do that kind of thing or you can do a broader event end to end, you know, two paragraph, three paragraph kind of kind of review. But you're dealing with just that interaction that takes place at that event. It was it was really interesting. I received from one event three different reviews from three different people that all of them all of them included one specific thing. They overlapped on like one thing. But then the rest of the reviews all had had completely different content other than one point. And it was really interesting to just see how you was can it for see the same person. It was, it was I received all of these reviews from three different people. Oh, 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 not not for the review review, but you personally for for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. It was it was it was three different reviews from one event. That's a lot. About... I've, I've never gotten that many <laughs> reviews from a single. I don't know if I've ever gotten that many reviews like in. In like a series within of events, within yeah. a span of uh, well, I th- there was it was I don't know for some reason there was there was one thing like one interaction that I had that a lot of different people saw and it wasn't it wasn't anything bad it was just a like it was a kind of a difficult conversation that sort of three different people saw and all had opinions on that enough to want to write a review about it but then also included you know other stuff. That's that's pretty cool. One of one of the things where Jess and I are, are kind of in awe at this is is L3s normally we don't get many reviews. I think it's 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 expected that we write them, uh, but we don't receive them very much. I, I think I think most of it is people either want to review, you know, either across like they want to review their peers or maybe review down. Um, yeah, there's there's this fear. There's, there's a this... reluctance to review up. Well, Which, a lot of people, a lot of people, I, I can understand that fear because there are people that are afraid that if somebody is in a higher position, so to speak, if they're regularly a team lead or a head judge of events, or if they're friendly with the TOs or something, that if you review them and you have negative things to say, that maybe you'll get on their bad side. And that's a scary thing. Like that risk that you might get on somebody's bad side is a really scary thing. Um, and... The, the right. thing is, it, it, it's actually kind of the opposite. Most people in those positions, if somebody takes the opportunity to say, hey, I saw this thing and this way you can improve, I don't know if you've looked at this this way, or I don't know if you thought about this or, or, or saw this, um, we don't get that nearly enough. And yeah. uh, I think most of us, uh, at the very least, even if we don't agree with what you have to say, we're willing to have a discussion about it, and it won't ever become like a black mark. Uh, or or something along those lines. Does right. that does that when, make sense? Yeah. When I get when I get an un, when I get an unsolicited review, I'm excited. You know, like it just I get an email that tells me there's a review out there, and it's like, ooh, what? It's almost like opening a present. You know, it's just you go out and see what's see what's see what's in there because it's it's someone someone valued uh, you enough to put time and energy into helping you do be better. And so it's definitely something that it's it's a good thing to to get a review. It's a great thing to 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 invest the time in someone else. Um, yeah, it's, so it's, it's it's interesting because I think I've noticed, at least in my experience, 
I think L3s are also generally better at actually listening and talking about what, what you wrote in a review and taking that in to heart rather because because they've they've had to listen to a lot of feedback to to be L3 to get to where they are so i th- i think that's interesting that there's this there's this sort of stigma around writing reviews for people who you think of as you know above you but it's probably likely that they've had to get a lot of feedback to get there in the first place yeah that's absolutely that that is absolutely true um and I think the vast majority of judges in general want that feedback, but especially those who have been in that feedback culture and had to take a lot of feedback, had to learn how to give feedback. They, they value it in a different way. Um, and I think that's a really good observation, and it's generally true. Um, what? Uh, so, so you mentioned having to get a lot of feedback as an L3, um, and some of that is through reviews. What uh, what other kind of reviews can we talk about that aren't event-specific? We talked about event-specific reviews. Uh, did we talk about kind of general reviews at all yet? No. Uh, and I think they were mentioned a little bit in that you don't get them for the review review, Broken. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I I have not seen any uh, that – because I I think that is simply because because it's a, it's a general discussion of who a person is as a judge on a larger scale – like just talking about a person and their ex- one person's experience with another person, it's it's I think it's a little bit more intimate yeah, in it's a way. Very personal. They definitely very are. Personal. So so it's kind of hard to scrub that of information. It's kind of hard to look at that review in a vacuum because part of what it is is just this is detailing who you are as a judge. So to be clear about a general evaluation review. What that is, is when you've worked with somebody uh, over a period of several events, um, usually several events, and uh, you're giving them a more a more broad review of them as a judge as opposed to a specific interaction at an event. Uh, or I've, or or even you you could say a, a series of series of actions across events like you know, we've worked three events together, four events. At the beginning of the the first event, you were doing these things, and I've been able to see that you've taken the individual conversations that we've had and apply them, and now you're here. Uh, so right. there's there's you can you can show you can show improvement. Um, there are some general evaluation reviews that that are that that point out. Uh, Pat, problem patterns, problematic patterns, where it's like, hey, this event, you know, X happened, this event Y happened, this event Z happened. Um, this is indicative of a larger problem. Yeah, this uh, is not an isolated incident. This is this is a thing that you can track over a period of time, and it's the thing mm-hmm. that should be addressed. Yeah. So those those typically are are written by you know judges who who work with you uh, over multiple events and maybe at like the GP or the, the open type level. And there's a, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but there's a very specific version of that general evaluation that's for level three candidates um, that just because we're talking about reviews, I want to bring up. That's the, uh, the L3 evaluation review. If you are a level three judge candidate, you need to have, uh, two reviews that that are general reviews uh, that are on all of the qualities or most of the qualities uh, of a level three judge. Seven. Yeah, I think seven, it's seven I of think. nine. Uh, seven of nine. Eh, seven eh. of nine. Uh, <laughs> good, good, good team chuckle there. <laughs> yeah, Jinx. Chuckle. Jinx again. Ah. Uh, uh, so, yeah, so these these are these are um, these are these are tough to write. Uh, I've actually put out two. Um, Articles to the to the L3 list on how to how to write them. Uh, they take a lot of time because you are you are evaluating and you need to provide specifics and you need to back up when you say that it you know person X is good at you mm-hmm. know penalty policy philosophy. You got to be able to say how do you know? Yeah, this is the and- this is one of the few kinds of reviews where if you ask for a review of this nature uh, from a a level three judge. There's a very realistic possibility that they're going to tell you, "I'm sorry, I don't have the time to commit to that right now." It's either the time or the the 
information. Like they, yeah. people aren't necessarily going to have. Well, you may think I've worked with this person a billion times. They might not have been looking at you and assessing you in that way enough to know to have that information. Yep. 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 And. The other thing is we're calling them an L3 evaluation review. We did not call them an L3 recommendation review because when they get at the end of that review, uh, it might not actually be a recommendation. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. Um, you ask an L3 for an evaluation and they give you one and it doesn't come out as positive as you as you wanted. That means you've got some areas for improvement. It doesn't mean you should, you know, shop around to the next level three judge till you find one that likes you. Um, that's, uh, <laughs> <Oof>. that, would, <laughs> that happens. That does happen. Um, but yeah, so it's not actually an advancement review. Uh, speaking of advancement reviews, that's, uh, uh, another kind of review, um, that we haven't really talked about yet. That's for level one and level two judges. Um, and an there's advanced, also level, there's also a level, I mean, when you advance to level three, you get one as well. Yes. Uh, actually, when you get all the way to that point in the process as a level three judge, you get one whether you advance or not. And in fact, at every level, you should get one whether you advance or not. Um, yeah, if you are if you are given a test, there should be a review yeah. surrounding now, it. Sometimes, sometimes that's uh, sometimes that isn't as good. Sometimes it doesn't happen quickly or or at all, and it should. Um, so if it doesn't, then you should you should poke people until it happens. Yeah, this is this is one of the reviews that when you take when you take a test to become a level one or a level two, you should have first off you don't get a level until that review you don't become that level until that review gets entered. Uh, so, that used to be true in is it Judge no Center, uh, oh. but reviews don't go through Judge Center anymore. So I'm not actually sure what that is. Because, we're, because, we're in kind oh, of a right. holding pattern. Yeah, we're kind how... of a holding pattern on that because right now, to update somebody's level of judge apps, I just have to go in and into their profile and update the level, which is separate from the review. So I don't know if that's going to change. Um, it might change. That's a good point. Uh, so that's yeah, a good like point. that's, that's, uh, we don't actually... yesterday. Today, <laughs> we don't know. Um, Jeez. Great that outdated universe. information. So, so the point the the point is, you want to enter the review as as soon to actually uh, administering the test as possible because you will possibly forget, mm-hmm. and if it's an event review, uh, then you forget it. Eh, no big deal. If it's a, an L three evaluation review, the person requesting the review is probably going to be asking you frequently about it if it's the advancement review they took the test they passed the test they think they're level one they think they're level two they go on their merry way and you didn't finish the documentation so they're not going to come and remind you yeah and this is this is uh an area well reviews in general but this is an area where in the past i i've screwed this up as well um where it's easy it's easy if you let a review go whether it doesn't matter what kind of review you let a review go for more than a couple weeks it's easy to just let it slide and slide and slide and slide and slide, and you never get to it. Um, so it's very important with these um, oh, yeah, I, to, to, to get it done. As a person who is like, oh, I'm a level one testing coordinator. I had a couple of L1s who I tested, and they passed, and they did a great job. I definitely slacked on on writing their 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 advancement reviews much longer than I should have. So uh, don't I don't live by my example. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, make sure that you enter those uh, for uh, if you're a level two judge, uh, enter those for your candidates. If you are a level two tester, um, then you should also be entering those for your candidates. Um, and speaking normally, of level, no, go ahead. I was, I was going to say when you when the the content of the advancement review is a lot of it's going to be okay. When we go over the test, these are these are areas that you appear to be weak on. There's an interview for both getting to L1 and L2, which the review might cover uh, topics that were discovered during that review. If you've worked with people, especially for L2, the person doing the testing has probably done research on you to find out how you are at your local store, um, gotten feedback from other judges. Uh, that information is going to be in that in that review as well. It's, it's also a place to, you can acknowledge here, here are some resources. Um, like if, if I advance to level one, it's like, okay, you are level one now. Here are the things you can do and here are the people you can talk to. So it's a thing that they can look back on. Right. And this is, this is often people's most, most judges, their L0 to L1, their L1 advancement review is the only review they have. 
Mm-hmm. And like like when they when they think about well oh I need to write a review this is the example of the review that they have so when they go to write their review they're going to use that as their template as to like what what's expected of them and so maybe put a little bit more thought into into writing it what you, what are you implying there um I'm implying I'm implying that the L1 reviews are a lot of times kind of shallow. You know, hey, congratulations! You got a ninety ninety eight on your on your test. Can you get a ninety eight? You got a ninety six on your you got a ninety six on your test. Uh, great job! Uh, work on uh, you know cheating at F and M. Not cheating. <laughs> work on DQing people for cheating at F and M. And that would be the end of the review. Uh, typically, you want to you know probably give a little bit more more information. Uh, you know, as to maybe watch them take a judge call or something like that, or find out what their motivations are for being a judge and give them, point them in a direction to encourage them, uh, find out what they like, what they dislike about the judge program, you know, things, things like that. At the risk of sounding kind of pretentious, um, we are here to, to, that review is, is essentially a stewardship piece to, to add to their experience and them joining the judge program and becoming a judge and not that not just being a look at me i checked a box i can judge tournaments now have that have them like embrace the being a judge as more than just look i did this thing oh yeah them gpts are mine got them three more weeks um yeah so there is there's two more types of two more types of reviews uh one of them is actually relatively Sort of new, sort of not. Um, it is the L2 recommendation review. So in the in the checklist for L2, uh, there is a, a review required from someone who. So you're you're a level one. You are working a Comparel event with another judge. Okay, this is typically going to be a PPTQ or a larger event. Um, and there is going to be a recommendation review that comes out of that. That's one of the items that's needed on your L2 checklist. Um, and that recommendation review is kind of geared towards, um, you know, you, the reviewer, are you, are you comfortable with this person being an L2? And what that means is, uh, do you think that they know how to head judge a PPTQ? A, a media, a, like a 24 person, I'm, I'm kind of throwing that number out there, but it's, it's, that's about the size of a PPTQ. So when you give the recommendation review and when you're doing this review, you want to, uh, focus on the mechanics of running a tournament. It's like a, it's like a mini version of a, of the L3 evaluation, essentially. Right. It's, can can they run this event in a capacity that can lead it to success? Right. And we're not expecting everything to be perfect. Like you do not have to know absolutely everything about running an event, but you, you know, pairings go up, you know, clock clock runs, how to deal with a with a TO that maybe wants to add a bunch of players in the middle of round one because a car showed up late. You know, those 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 types of things. And in fact, uh out on the uh uh page where it lists the requirements, there's actually a template out there uh for the uh for the review that makes suggestions on things to look for. It doesn't have to cover everything. Um, and the reason why I'm spending a little bit more time on this is because this, I think this is probably one of the, the less understood reviews. Um, that's probably because oh yeah, it's newer. It, it is it's newer. Uh, more new and also probably less relevant to a lot of people. That's not that it's not relevant, but it's come up less for most people. Yeah, well, so it's, it's weird. Uh, yes, it's come up less for a lot of people, but we're in this weird spot where this became a requirement at the same time that a whole bunch of level two judges uh, gained the ability to, to be, because they became L2 testers, gained the ability to test L2 judges. And I'm not, I'm not trying to say that that those are in any way deficient people uh but they they haven't um necessarily tested any l2s before so if they get this this uh ability to test l2s and then they see one of these reviews they may not be sure what they're supposed to be looking for yeah how can you evaluate right. that right how can so you assess that so there is going the the l2 
team sphere thing that uh, that Alfonso runs. Uh, there is going to be an article sometime in the next month or two uh, talking about this specific this specific re- specific review and what it's looking for and that kind of thing. That was an action that came out of some internal discussions that we had on the team. So it's That's it's awesome. a coming. spoilers. That's spoilers. Awesome. It's a coming. I might be writing it. Um, <laughs> I see more yeah, insider was, information. Yeah, it was insider one of these things where where where. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to say like I stepped forward, but it's like everybody else stepped back. And then you were left <laughs> stranded there. Yeah, it was it was more like a well, sort of like maybe hey maybe somebody should write an article, and then everyone's like yeah maybe somebody should Brian. It's like pointed look, uh, pointed look. Yeah. Um. So so that's that's the um that's the L two recommendation review, and uh those those will be read or those are supposed to be read. And the way that happens is uh, the person that's testing you, hey, let me see your L2 review, your L2 recommendation review, and then you copy-paste it into the Facebook chat window, send a screenshot. <laughs> uh, it's, I mean, there's email, email it, mail it, carrier pigeon, <laughs> Morse um, code, semaphores. I, I think lanterns. that with, with reviews moving to judge apps, we will probably see – more integration into judge apps in the future as far as how to get that going. But I mean, that's only a few days old. So give it some time, Brian. There's there's a lot of of room to grow before you break out the carrier pigeons. Let's give it some time. Uh, I was actually excited about the semaphores, the semaphore flags, but not the carrier pigeon, not the carrier pigeon because they poop. Fair. That's that's, yeah. Yeah. You care a lot about that. You just got a dog. I do, I do. It's, it's. I specifically got the size of dog that I got because any bigger than that, and the poop becomes for minimal poops. Right. It was like I didn't want to be carrying a bunch of billiard balls around. Oh so, no! Right. <laughs> wow. That was some colorful imagery. This is this is horrible. That's the that's one of the criteria I used on deciding how big of a what kind of dog to get. It All was. Right. It was when I walked the dog. How I have to carry this bag around. I don't want to be carrying a, a large bag. So, hey, but but see, here's the thing. I had I had a motivation. I had uh, I had criteria, and I understood what I was doing and why, and I could explain it. Like you might some good self evaluation there. Brian. It is some good self evaluation, like as to what I'm looking for and what my needs are. Maybe you should put that into a self review. Goodness, this was a good segue, team. <laughs> we are like team segue. CJ would be proud. <laughs> he's probably listening to this and he's just face palming. First, he's like, "Oh, you put the news not at the end." <laughs> what have you done? But CJ, CJ was real. I don't want to say strict, but he was like, "No, news goes at the end always." And I was like, "Can we? Can we talk about it at the beginning?" No. Ugh. No, he has a very good point, which is that nobody uh, – most of the time, news is not relevant if you go back to listen to the episode yeah, later. Yeah, it's, it's not timely. Right. Sure. So if I want to go back and listen to the episode on, for example, our Layers episode, which all of the rules in that are still very uh, – you know, totally fine. But uh, if, if we start off that, that episode with, so now let me tell you about this GP coming up, like that's not actually I, relevant. I, perf- I perfectly understand – the majority of times, but you know, there's some some exception cases in there that can be about. Anyway, self reviews. Am the I right? Self review. Right. We were almost segueing perfectly, and then we just kept on trucking right past it. So self reviews. <laughs> oh, I missed that turn. Hold on. Let me let me drive down to the next exit. And we'll rerouting. Back, rerouting. Back around. Rerouting. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so, uh, Brian, you were telling us about self reviews. Yeah, so so self reviews are uh, are personal. They are you you write them for you, uh, as the title of self review uh, should indicate. And so this is this is something that uh, a lot of judges will will do to kind of gauge their own abilities. Like this is what this is what I think I did well, and it's really cool because it gives you a moment of of introspection uh, where. You're figuring out what you did well and what you want to improve on, and giving you an opportunity to lay down a path uh, forward. And nobody's going to see them except for you. In it's, 
most self most self reviews. It works in the it were in the same capacity that it's meaningful that somebody sat down to write a review of you. It's meaningful for you to take that time for yourself to sit down and quantify the things that you are feeling. Right. Now I've seen I've seen some people on 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 social media that say things like, "Well, I'm going to write a self review after every event that I do." Uh, that, that's probably overkill, you know. If it works like, for you, it works for you. Uh, I'm going to say that you if you if you set that goal for yourself, you're probably going to do it two to three times, and then you're going to realize that it's like eh, every two yeah. to six months is okay, um, because realistically, I don't I don't think you you change enough from weekend to weekend to 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 justify that that pace. Um, now there is a very specific type of, of self-review. Um, and that is, there is a self-review that is a requirement for, is one of the items on the checklist for L3. And that is, uh, a requirement where you are talking about the, evaluating yourself in the criteria of the quality, the nine qualities for L3, um, it is going to be read by the verification committee. They are going to determine whether or not they're going to make a, a uh, so mixed subjective and objective call on the review as to whether or not it is sufficient to continue on. Um, uh, key, what, uh, what I'll suggest for anyone that might be considering writing one of these is give examples, be specific. If you just say like, hey, I think I'm good at, uh, I think I'm good at investigations. Why? How? Mm-hmm. What, what makes you, what makes you think that you're good at investigations? If you say, I don't think I'm good at investigations. Why? Why do you think that? Uh, if you, if you think you are good at something and cannot back up why you are good at that thing, perhaps reconsider. Right. And it's like, Oh, I think I'm good at it because everyone tells me that I'm good. Ask them for examples. Yes, exactly. Like, no, that's that's a that's a very yeah, real thing. There are judges. So real. There are judges yeah. who are bad at self evaluation. If you are, if you're like, hey, I'm pretty sure I'm good at this because everybody tells me that I am, but I can't really identify whether I'm good or bad at it. Talk to those people that tell you you Go are and ask. ask them, hey, what do, what do I what do I do that's good at this? Or when you tell me I need to improve here, please tell me. Like, you absolutely need more feedback in that case. Yeah. So what do we? That's that's all our review types, right? All the ones we got written down. Uh, so one of the things we mentioned a little bit is uh, reviewing up is really good. Reviewing across to people that are working with you is really good. Um, we didn't really talk too much about reviewing down. Uh, please re- review down. Give feedback to people. that If you're a team lead, if you get a leadership opportunity, give feedback to your team. Um, that's all I really want to say about that. But that brings me to the next thing I want to talk about, um, which is that – you have to start somewhere with feedback. You have to start with uh, you have to start with a re- you have to write a review, and one of them has to be your first review. If you've never done this before, you might be sitting there going, "Where do I start?" Uh, well, the review review project is definitely a place to start, but or at least to just once you've started to get feedback on it. But uh, like, it's okay if your f- first review isn't, especially your first draft of your first review, isn't amazing. The most important thing is that you get started. Uh, it's it, it, no person who writes anything is phenomenal at writing that thing when they first start. Like you have to establish a baseline before you can uh, get good, as they say. <laughs> get good. Yeah. Yes. I don't know who says that, but I like it. The oh, internet. Yeah. The internet says that. Yeah, they say get good. I gotta they also call guy. people scrubs. Get good, scrub. At any rate. Uh, yeah, no, no one is going to be awesome at writing reviews when they first starting start writing reviews. Yeah. And like like I said, Ricky Ricky had a uh, Ricky Hayashi had a project called My First Review that the sole purpose of it was to show that he, he, everyone's first review is bad, or not everyone, but a good number of of people who have reputations now for being good reviewers. They started out and their reviews were just awful. <laughs> So how how do we avoid going and being aggressively uh that? What what do we not do? Oh, uh so you don't want to you again the, the the point of reviews is constructive feedback. Uh you don't want to put anybody uh on blast. Uh and if you're going 
to say something negative in the review. Um, it's it's a best practice to to have a chat with them about it uh, before you actually write the review. You know, maybe get their perspective. I mean, because you could be wrong or mistaken about your perception as to what's going on. Um, it's not required by any stretch of the, by stretch of the means. It's not wrong to to just write a review for somebody. Uh, that is definitely not wrong. Uh, you are doing a good thing by writing that review. Um, but, uh, you know, if you, if you want to kind of next level it, then you can have a conversation with them before you write it. Just to, to clarify some things before you go in and say stuff that they don't necessarily want to hear, at least brace for impact. I think the best example of that that I have seen was a review I saw of someone. They gave them a lot of positive feedback and then the critical piece of feedback was that they hadn't uh, made sure that the ODE team had gotten their breaks. Um, and they didn't check with this person ahead of time to talk to them about the feedback, which was very relevant because this person was not in charge of the OD- ODE team in any capacity. Um, they just, awesome. They just uh, – and ODE, if you don't know, it's on-demand events. So, so they just were kind of taking charge of things they needed to get taken care of. And so this person was just like, oh, obviously this person's in charge and wrote them a review as though they were the person in charge. I've, I've definitely seen that. Yeah. Like yeah. you didn't do this thing except that thing wasn't your responsibility in the first place. Yes. And so, so that's one of the reasons like people, people say, oh, talk to this person because you might find out information you didn't know. Uh, and, and that, that's really relevant to the review. Um, and second thing about that, please don't do this thing that I've had happen to me. Uh, if you go and ask, hey, here's a review I'd like to put in, and somebody gives you an opinion, they're like, actually, this. Um, don't just copy-paste that e- email or whatever oh, no. and then append it to the review. Uh, that's not really helpful. So you've, you've had situations where someone, like, you, you've provided words or you've seen where someone's provided other words and then they've just dumped that in there? Yeah, I'm not going to say who did that, but I did have somebody right. write a review of me. Uh, I gave them some response, and they took the response just actual word for word and, and, and added the... it. They were like, in response to this review, Jess had these things to say, and just pasted it in. Um, oh. And, uh, and I was like, oh, I guess, I guess that... Is, I that guess is that a works. Thing uh, you can choose to do, um, and I, it's not really helpful because um, you know that that kind of makes me feel like I wasn't even heard. Uh, yeah, because it's, they, it's, it's it's acknowledging but not listening. Yes, exactly. Okay, I I mis I misunderstood. I actually thought where it's it was like a situation where you're you're like, you know, Jess is writing a review uh, for Brogan. And he's like, what do you think about this review? He asked me, what do you think about this review for Brogan? And then I say, well, oh. here's 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 what I think about the review. And then Jess is like, oh, oh that's a good point. Copy, paste, send to Brogan. I've, oh, I've man. definitely, I've definitely that... had somebody who, like, I want help with this, with this wording for this thing. And I'm like, well, how about you say something like this? And they're like, can I just use that? Yeah, sure. That's fine. Just ask. Just ask. And don't don't put those words on the person who reworded it for you. Yeah, don't. Like, don't, don't Brogan said this about you. Brogan oh, no. doesn't even know you. Like, <laughs> right, right. If you're putting if you're putting in a review, you you own what you say. Um, um, on the flip side of the, I'm gonna put you on blast uh, review. There's also the mono positive. You did great with no constructive anything review. If you uh, if somebody did something great, uh, how can we? help acknowledge that they did something great. Uh, you can do that with exemplar recognitions. Oh, really? What is this exemplar? <laughs> what is this exemplar recognition? Uh, it's it's the button specify? under reviews on the menu. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, we've talked about exemplar before. Obviously, we talk about it almost every episode. But uh, if you have something that's just super positive, that's really quick to say, and even not so quick to say about a person, exemplars don't have to be tweets. Um Make it an exemplar nomination. Like if no one's obviously no one's going to complain about hearing good things about themselves, but when you're in, when you're writing a review, just saying you did a good job <laughs> at this thing, that's not that's not necessarily going to help them get better at anything. It's just going to say you did a good job. 
it's the, the reviews reviews serve a completely different purpose than exemplar nominations do review the purpose for reviews is improvement and constructive feedback uh, a, exemplar nominations are about giving examples of positive actions that other people can see and that they can that they can aspire to so reviews are private personal focus on constructive criticism uh, uh, exemplar is uh, very very public uh, and about and about highlighting the the good and the excellent an acknowledgement and pointing out good things that are happening right and so it's it's kind of like there's there's this there's this uh, saying where it's you know like praise in public uh, condemn in private and 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 the analogy kind of breaks down because i don't want people to think that that reviews are are condemnation in any way shape or form but so it's almost it's almost like you know praise in public constructive feedback in private right the we don't want to be necessarily seeing the here's like here's this thing you can be better at in public, but we, we don't mind seeing the, you did this really, really awesome, super cool thing in public. So other people can also do super awesome, cool things. Yep. Yep. So, so I, I, uh, I, th- I think that that's, we've pretty much hit everything except, except for going down into the dark depths of what is it to acquire and give feedback. Um, is there a I, merit lage there? Uh, there might be. That's something you'll have to listen to that episode and find out. I don't know when we're going to do that episode, but at some point in the future, there will be an episode specifically on that topic. Um, and we will uh, will probably turn the pun in, or the, turn the uh, the title into a dark depths pun now. Thank you for that. Awesome, I feel accomplished. <laughs> I, I contributed. Uh, <laughs> so, um, uh, Brogan, you kind of already did this, uh, but at the end of the show, we give our guests the opportunity to uh, plug anything that they would like, any projects that they're a part of or anything that they would uh, like people to know about. Um, Do you have anything that you'd like to mention at this point? I mean, already really what we were talking about, which is just uh, the review review. If you will, it's a group on Facebook. You just request to be added to the group. You can join. Anybody can really join if you want to participate in learning more about writing constructive reviews and also receiving constructive reviews. So that's, that's about it for me. All right. Well, in that case, um, I guess we can go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, subscribe to us whenever, uh, wherever you get your podcast, please rate us five stars on iTunes. Contact us. You can contact us at judgecast at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash judgecast. Uh, you can Twitter us or tweet us or whatever conjugation of tweet you want to use at twitter.com slash judgecast. And you can check out our archive at judgecast.com. I'm Brian Perlman. I keep it fair. I'm Jess Dunks. I keep it fun. Brogan, do you want to keep it anything? Oh, wait. I get to keep things? If you want to keep oh, something. I don't know i hmm. <laughs> i i keep it secret <laughs> yeah like like gandalf you guys all got old and i didn't get old i just got a house that's old that's you you actually get to scream get off my lawn now Oh, it's true. You get to you get to get off my lawn, people.